If you love drafting your fantasy team, imagine drafting a real professional team. The fan-controlled football league is bringing fantasy sports and Madden franchise mode to a real football field. Fans will scout players, draft rosters, hire coaches, call plays, and more. So let me let me break this down for you. This is how it's kind of work, okay? The FCFL is going to feature eight professional teams. They're going to play seven-on-seven, fast-paced indoor football in a high-tech production studio that's actually built for a digital audience, right? This is the next generation of fantasy football where fans actually get rewarded for dominating through the league's proprietary fan token, right? If you want to learn more about the fan token, check out FCFL. Go to fcfl.io. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Mr. 786 of Fantasy Football Podcast, because Dale wanted to come up with that cheesy nickname. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMont. What's up, Dale? You don't you don't always have to hate on my big ideas. Look, I'm the big idea guy. I just mm-hmm. I bring them to the table and I leave them up to to you and the guys to work out the details. Mr. Right. 786, for those who don't know, um, Miami-Dade County had an area code, 305, which a lot mm-hmm. of people know, like Mr. 305, Pitbull or whatever, right? right. 305 is the area code for Miami. Dale. And uh, Which coincidentally, it, Dale is spelled the same way as Dale. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And area code 786 was like the second big area code for Miami. So once Miami got way too popular and too many cell phones came out, uh, they came out with 786 as an area code. 786? So we, we are calling Frank Gore from today. It's March 23rd. Right. Frank Gore is Mr. So not a 786. Hall of Famer Frank Gore. Future Hall of Famer Frank Gore. Not the, the future FOHer. Hall of Fame Frank Gore is Fuck Mr. 786. Here. Not to mention that he's Mr. 786 because he is now a dolphin. Because he's now a dolphin. He is now a dolphin. And uh, we joked around in our group. They mocked me saying, oh, what if Frank Gore signs with the Dolphins? And then Frank Gore signed with the Dolphins. For those who don't know, the Frank Gore and Christian Brito have had a very strained relationship pretty much since episode one. For whatever reason, Brito hates Frank Gore's... Mm-hmm. Um, how do you say, I guess, reliability, consistency? Face? Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were going to say I hate his face. You hate his consistency. You hate his re- 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 reliability. <laughs> and um, one time I said Frank Gore was dumb as rocks. And then Christian got mad at me and made me cut it out of the podcast because he said it was insulting. It is insulting. Can't call someone dumb as rocks and then hope they come on our show. <laughs> I think I called him a dumb jock. And that made you. Oh, see, that's worse. That's worse. You're just assuming jocks are dumb. 
Nah, most. Listen, oh, we are not going to get into that again because I'm you know not going to cut. You know what out. the Dolphins do? You know what the Miami? You know the only thing I hate more than Frank Gore is the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> you know what the Dolphins do? They sign a player who, at the start of the season, will be 35 years old. And that's fine. You could be a 35-year-old player in the NFL, but not a 35-year-old running back. Yeah. I agree. Um, Frank Gore is aging. I don't think the Dol- – look, if any, if Frank Gore brings anything to any team, it's the leadership and reliability of just being a good teammate and a good locker room guy. The Dolphins have obviously struggled with having positive locker room influence for years now. Right. They seem to be getting that out of the way with their recent, you know, cuts and and not matching offers and all that good stuff this offseason. So hopefully bringing Frank Gore might turn the table a little bit inside the locker room. A lot of good teams start in the locker room and the attitude that all the players have. I have hope that Frank Gore can at least be a positive. I don't know how much he's going to do on the field, but I think off the field he's going to do good for the team. And not to mention, you know, he he played at the University of Miami. He is a Miami guy. So bringing him yeah. back home, you know, this might be his last season. More than more than likely, his last. More than season. likely, this is his last season. Yeah. Now, I do want to say this because we've had several food-related debates in our show. How do we cook hot dogs? How do we eat our waffles? But I just, I just want to settle this once for all. Frank Gore probably not only eats his hot dogs raw, but probably eats his waffles absolutely plain, not even syrup. I have a feeling Frank Gore maybe accidentally has eaten the waffle packaging. Right, because he eats frozen waffles straight out of the package. <laughs> yeah. With the packaging. Well, could That's you imagine? Better. I got I got a great I got a great reality show here. The Frank, Frank Gore, Gore show? Frank Gore and Jack Doyle go out to town. Oh and go shopping. holy crap. That is a that is a pairing right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. I have a feeling wow. um, they wouldn't talk the entire time. They probably have absolutely nothing in common. Absolutely nothing in common. It's it's not even a race issue. No. It's, yeah. No. It's uh, Jack Doyle um, plays chess and right. Frank Gore doesn't know how to spell chess. And on this show, you just know... That like, this is the type of show where you're watching another show. You know, when you're watching like a different show, you're sitting there and you're watching like the Big Bang Theory or whatever, and like a little ad pops up for the for a different show. Yeah. An ad for for Goran Goran Doyle would come mm-hmm. up and they'd they'd be back to back with their arms crossed. Yep, absolutely. Right? Arms right? crossed. Kind of yep. like nudging each other to get each other out of the way kind uh, of thing. Yep. I can totally yep. picture the show already in my head. Yep. Or like um, Jack Doyle has his arm like resting on Frank Gore's shoulder and like leaning in that too. What sounds better, uh, Jack and Frank or Gore and Doyle? Uh, Jack and Frank sound good. Jack and I think Jack and Frank is going to be it. That can go so many ways. It could be a buddy cop film, like a buddy cop play, uh, TV show. <laughs> it, it could be a comedy. It could be like Law and Order. It can right. go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, uh. Anyways, um, I uh, my only thing is Frank Gore. I I just think he's been super blown up in his career. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer based on his talent. 
Uh, people are basing it only on longevity. I know almost everyone listening to this disagrees with me, and you probably already tuned me out. I'm just saying he's not a great player. He's 35 years old. He's coming to the Dolphins. But you know what this does for me? It makes me feel yeah. really good about Kenyon Drake. Um, Does it? It makes me feel really good about okay. Kenyon Drake. because now, Only for the fact. All they brought in was a veteran presence who's going to get a few, a handful of carries a game, and that's it. Right, exactly. And this might deter the Dolphins from bringing in another running back. They will not bring in another right. real threat to Kenyon Drake. That's what it does. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So that is, uh, if you have Kenyon Drake in Dynasty or, you know, already have him, you know, as a keeper or whatever, I think you're pretty safe right now. If you have Canadian Drake in Dynasty, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. You picked the wrong guy. Yep. Yep. You should have gotten the Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Mm hmm. For sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to go over some news today. There's not a lot going on. I do want to mention, if you're listening to today, today's show, we will have a show released on Saturday. Uh, we're going to be talking about Dynasty. Basically, it's an all-thing Dynasty show. We're going to try to do it once a week. Um, we're going to get more and more consistent with it, but this first show is basically a good overview. If you're thinking about going into a dynasty league or if you're new to it, if you just want some, uh, you know, general advice on how to run or how to play it, uh, it's, it's basically like a dynasty 101. but I don't want to say 101 cause I don't want to alienate people that think they're really good at it. So, uh, um, 201, 102. Yeah. 102. There you go. 106 in park. <laughs> is that show still on? Uh, I'm on it. <laughs> um, so anyways, definitely check out the uh, the Dynasty show coming out on Saturday morning. Uh, executive time producer. Out, time out, time out. Um, we've got Austin behind the glass. None of you guys can hear him because he is uh, in permanent timeout right now. Um, so we can hear him. Austin is in permanent timeout. Uh, we can hear him. Austin, find out when was uh, if, if 106 and Park is still yes, on the air. This thank is you. the type of stuff that we need Austin to help us with, right? Yeah, like you, please, we don't need to stop you. the show to find 106 and Park. Yeah, Austin exactly. should have actually already. This is part of the My reason fault. he's in timeout is because he should have already been doing all this research. Um, the good the good thing about having Austin behind the glass is that if I make a stupid joke, I can see if he cracks cracks a smile. If he does, I can continue. I don't have to rely on Brito's sighing and discontent for me. Oh, let me turn so, my. Uh... So I want to know when uh, 106 and Park was. Austin, can you please tell me? The okay. final episode of 106 and Park was December 19th, 2014. Thank you, Austin. Okay. All right. We got that out of the way. Anyways, guys, I just want to say a couple quick things. Uh, we will. We are working on the draft kit now. Basically, you know, starting the. Um, you know, brewing it up, working on all the details. So we're going to have that coming soon. Website should be done. And where in, in a couple where are they going to find signing up for this draft kit deal? You can go to eSleepFantasy.com, but not now. Don't go yet. You got to no, wait. Go ahead and sign up now. How are they, they going to sign up look, now? It's understood that our website is under construction by a nice, beautiful website designer and whatever. Our website is, is uh, a work in progress. Okay. But there's not even a place to sign up. Okay, just imagine, right? Never mind. I was going to use an analogy, but it was going to be incredibly inappropriate. So let's just move on. Okay. Anyways, I have to cut that analogy. In the next couple, in the next couple of weeks, 
you're going to figure out how to sign up for this draft kit, also called Eastlake Fantasy University. E-S-F-U. E-S-F-U. Let's get to the also, first piece of if news. you just want to, before you move on, if you just want to keep in touch with us, tweet us questions, want to know what's going on with us in terms of everything with the draft kit, news, Mark Madness, follow us on Twitter at EatSleepFF. Simple yep. enough. Yep. Or just Google us. All right. Let's get into some news here. I got a couple pieces, not a lot going on. The big news today, I guess, uh, we are recording this on the 22nd on Thursday, but Mike Wallace signs a one-year deal with the Eagles, as reported by Adam Schefter. Um, yeah, uh, the Eagles got a nice veteran wide receiver. What are your immediate thoughts here, Brito? Uh, my immediate thoughts are they let go of Torrey Smith and they replaced him with a better kind of version of Torrey Smith. Yeah, no, not even kind of. He's a better version of Torrey Smith. Yeah, I mean, who who's winning in know, a foot race? I'm not sure, but we know Adam. We know Mike Wallace is better. Yeah, I, fair enough. Um, how fantasy relevant is this? I mean, other than best ball leagues, right? Where you know there's going to be like two or three games where Mike Wallace catches a, a bomb or two, and and it's great for him. You're never ever going to know when it comes. You're never going to trust it. Maybe you play him in some deep tournaments and, you know, FanDuel or DraftKings or whatever. Or you go crazy on draft or something one week. But uh, draft has best ball starting now if you want to join us. Promo code Easily Fantasy. Uh, yeah. Get a free uh, $3 entry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> that Mike free Wallace. little plug that I just dropped there. <laughs> Mike Wallace is not yet fantasy irrelevant. He still is. He's still on the radar, and he should still be drafted as a maybe the fourth or fifth wide receiver on your team. I have no problem with it. As a, as the season gets closer, we're going to see what he's doing in camp and all that good stuff, and and what he does in preseason, what his role is. But Carson Wentz has a big arm, and he has no problem throwing it downfield. And even though I know Mike Wallace isn't that you know super speedy guy that you know we're used to seeing years ago. He still can stretch the field, and he's going to be—he's going to do that for the Eagles. I think he'll do it better than Toy Smith did. Right. I mean, still the at the very best, very best case scenario, the third option in the receiving game. Sure. Yeah. Best case scenario. Best case scenario, and yeah. I don't—I don't even know that. What it does do, I think, a little bit is maybe knock some of the young guys coming up like Matt Collins um, which you, you, you kind of hope you see that big jump in progression second year wide receivers but um, maybe you don't see sure. him go from 16 catches to like 40 or 50 catches which might have been a hope um, right. probably not going to happen now with with uh, Wallace coming in and, and likely becoming that third guy <clears throat> All right. All right. Let's get to um, it's not really fantasy, but there's not a lot of news. Let's be honest. Jason Pierre Paul was traded to the Buccaneers. Yeah. I mean, and he was traded to the Buccaneers for like a bag of chips. Right. Right. I think it, it helps Bucks defense and maybe maybe they're not as porous as they were last year. It helps them. It's I don't think Jason Pierre Paul is done. 
he's he's still a contributing uh player to the defense, so um it does make me feel like the Giants already know who they're gonna take at the top of their draft. And they're gonna go after Chubb, and they've they already decided they're gonna go after Chubb. And so here we go, let's get rid of Jason Pierre Paul. We get some you know, a l- very little compensation back, but we get something back because we've already got our replacement in mind and he's going to be a much cheaper replacement. Yeah. So um, we, I got a few other pieces of news here, Dale, that I do want to talk about, but I want to lead it off with a little uh, bit of speculation. I think perhaps, I don't know. I've kind of interested in this story. A lot of people are tired of hearing about him. But I think a comeback is in the works for Johnny Manziel. And I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive. There's been times where I've believed in players and they've blown up in my face before. But the guy showed off today at San Diego, uh, University of San Diego, kind of did <laughs> crash their pro day, right? There were 12 NFL teams there watching. And Manziel looked good. completed 36 of his 38 passes, was slinging around. All the reports are that it was generally positive that he actually looked to be in good shape, looked to be, you know, have a good head on his shoulders. Is Johnny Manziel going to be at some point in 2018, start any games or be any sort of relevant? I don't think he's going to start anything. I think he has a chance to be on NFL team this year. I don't. Look, if we go back in time and we think and, you know, we say, okay, if Johnny Menzel was drafted, you know, in the third round by, I don't know, I'm just going to throw out a team like the Packers, right, or whatever, the Saints, and he was a he was a solid backup, didn't do much, I think we'd still be, I think we would be really intrigued by Johnny Menzel by this time, seeing that he's been playing the backup role. Is He does, you know, he lacks a size. We all know the, you know, the measurables that, you know, he has and right. doesn't have, but he could be he could be playing for an NFL team this year. I want to go as far as say starting. He can prove himself okay. in a in a, right. in a backup role. Let me create a very big if scenario. Just sure. a very big if scenario. If Johnny Menzel had a good head on his shoulders mm-hmm. and truly was past the parting every day and getting, you know, we know what Johnny Menzel was doing. If he truly had a good head on his shoulders and was playing football the right way, do you think he has a shot at becoming a a relevant and good quarterback? He has a shot. He has a shot. Because I think he has this I I believe he has the skill set, but he wasted it away. But he's 25 years old. Right. Like he's still extremely young. Mm-hmm. And if he's truly coming back and trying to restart everything and he's in a pro, you know, basically in a pro day, but as a 25 year old and completing 36 out of 38 passes in light rain with 12 NFL teams watching him and saying, man, he looks good like that to me kind of shows me something like he's I think he's got a shot, a legitimate shot. I have a question. Who Who starts first, Johnny Menzel or Chase Daniel? Johnny Menzel. Interesting. I think Johnny Manziel at this point in his career is much more likely to have a, a starting game, unfortunately, than, than Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I agree. Which is crazy. But I think mm-hmm. it's very, I think, I, 
I think Johnny Menzel will start a game in 2018. Really? Okay. Yeah. We'll play this back. That's interesting. I I don't see it, but it's not impossible. I I do agree with you. He there is a skill set there, but well, like like we've seen, he's not incredibly accurate. He doesn't play. Right. You know, I mean, he can scramble a little bit, but he's undersized, and so. So we'll he, would you call him dual threat though? Uh, no, he's white. Oh, okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Truth comes out. By the way, Teddy Bridgewater is a dual, dual threat. <laughs> Why are you talking about Teddy Bridgewater, huh? Why are you talking about Teddy Bridgewater? Because you got on me. Because he's not that, white? No, because you got on me when so I said So racist, man. So racist, Dale. If only people knew what you say off air. <laughs> yeah. What else Anyways. is what, what? All right, so let's talk about Damon Williams here, because... We talked Why? about Frank Gore's going to the Dolphins, but we didn't mention a little more detail. So Damian Williams, the guy that was backing up Kenyon Drake, is now gone. He's going to be a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting. Is it interesting? Like, he's 26? Yeah. Right? He's going to now just be a backup, pretty much? He's going to be the third string, third string running back? Behind yeah. Spencer Ware? Yeah. So, have fun, Damian Williams. Yeah, I guess so. All right. I got I got an interesting little bit of player news and detailing because this is your boy right here. Okay. Jordan Matthews, mm-hmm. all right? No longer with the Bills. He's a free agent. You know who he's visiting? Who? The Green Bay Packers. Very no, Nothing signed yet. Nothing official. But the Green Bay Packers no longer have Jordy Nelson. Green Bay Packers have a little bit of hole at the wide receiver position. Jordan Matthews with uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he suddenly goes from somebody we had our eye on two years ago and we drafted in fantasy to, holy crap, he disappointed us last year too. If he goes to the Green Bay, all in on Jordan Matthews, right? No. No, and I'll tell you why. Oh. I, look, I am very We're weary. Have some fighting of, words here. <laughs> I'm very wary of wide receivers and roles under Aaron Rod, under guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, because they make mm. so much happen. And it takes a unique chemistry to be really, really valuable. Aaron mm. Rodgers had a very unique chemistry with Jordy Nelson that couldn't be, um, that couldn't be, you know. Replicated? Replicated, Duplicated? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure the word you're looking for. Sure. Yeah, something like that. Something uh, like that. You know, and then, you know, you look at Tom Brady and look what he's done with some of his wide receivers and look what he's done with others, right? So this right. all kind of goes in. I'm not super excited. It's not plug and play with Aaron Rodgers is what I'm trying to say. And it, just like how it is with Tom Brady, it's just not plug and play. We saw Brandon Cooks. We thought he was going to be a superstar, number one, almost like Randy Moss, and he wasn't anything near it. We're going to see something like that. If a wide, if a big, if a mid-tier wide receiver like Jordan Matthews gets signed to the Packers, I would kind of temp, temper your expectations until we see exactly what's going to happen. And, and being having good chemistry with Aaron Rodgers immediately, I think, is a little more difficult than it than it seems. Okay. I um, if this ends up happening and Matt and Matthews goes to ends up going to Green Bay, he's going to be a very popular. Uh, late round guy for me, hundred percent. Gonna be on a lot of my fantasy. Late teams. round, like what? How is he? Your third wide receiver? 
fourth? I, if, as, I, I think he'll end up going pretty late, and as soon as it, as soon as it gets to the tenth round, I'm taking him. Oh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt. I without a doubt, I think that's pretty. Um, fair. Yeah, and I, I will have to see. Like, obviously, I have no idea right now where people will end up judging him. I think people won't trust it because of 2017, and I'm gonna end up getting a steal in a ton of fantasy drafts. Perhaps. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. We'll stay posted. We don't like to dwell too much on just speculation. So let's talk about a signing that actually did happen or a re-signing, I guess. Mike Davis going back to the Seahawks. Seahawks kind of had their toes dipped in the water of running back free agency. We're flirting with a few guys. That sounded a little weird. But they end up signing Mike Davis for one for on a one-year deal. Um they, so they just need they just need a running back. <laughs> I mean, they're like, I mean, are are we? What are you doing with Mike? Da- You're not doing anything with him. Oh, I, mm, I thought that I I still think there's value with whoever is going to end up being the Seahawks one. Like you, you yeah, got a little who, unlucky okay. that he got hurt. Yes, it's who, gonna whoever's going to be the maybe? Seahawks one. Exactly. Yeah, he's going to be the Seahawks one. You're you just so? hoping he stays healthy, which is a huge if. Huge if. But I think there's definitely value to be had. Okay. Like, Russell Wilson's not going to lead the team in rushing again this season, I don't think. If he does, if Russell Wilson leads the team in rushing again, well, the Seahawks are not going to be uh, above 500 team, in my opinion. Right. Last they year, can't do that again. Last year, Mike Davis only played six games, three and a half yards per carry. So he's like uh, just like Frank Gore. Three and a half yards per carry. <sighs> Anyways. 18 targets and caught 15 balls out of those 18 targets. So he can be a pass catcher for um, yeah. for Russell Wilson. But, I, I mean, right. Chris Carson is probably the popular opinion that will probably go drafted way before Mike Davis, right? Okay. Chris Carson's a popular yeah. name. They'll battle it out. Yeah. They'll Ooh. battle it out. Okay. Chris Carson, I'm not... I'm not as convinced that he's going to be the day one starter, dude. I'm really not. Okay. You show... When they were both on the roster, who started? I don't know. Davis. Okay. Yeah. So, I know that Carson had his little flashes, but he got hurt too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think it's really... Let's see what happens in training camp. But... Uh, if I had to put some chips on a guy to be the day one starter, I'm actually going Mike Davis and not Chris okay. Carson. Chris Carson was a little bit more effective runner, averaging about over a half a yard per carry more. So, yep. Okay. Now, my only hesitation here is I was a little surprised Mike Davis wasn't tendered as a restricted free agent. Um, as a what? But they did get him. <laughs> Tendered as a rest- RFA, restricted free agent. Okay. I'm going to play that Did back. Did I say on that weird? You said it very weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I felt it too. Um, and the thing is, like, I have these headphones on and I should probably have, like, one on, one off like you yeah, do. Yeah. I can't really hear myself. So, I ended up I end up speaking not, uh, not well. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to pop one off. Can you... St- oh, my God. Austin, like, creepily talks... In my ear at the weirdest, most inopportune times for me. 
I think he tries to throw so, us off on purpose. Like every once in a while, I'll look at the screen and he's like waving his arms. I don't know what he's doing. He's like waving his arms. He's putting a thumbs down, thumbs up. I don't know what he's doing. And now he's doing the money sign. I don't know what Why he's doing. Trying. The money sign. Yeah, like I don't know. Austin, like, we're trying to do a podcast. He, I think he's drunk. I'm pretty sure. He's very drunk. And now he like just went back in his seat. Yeah, he's definitely drunk. Austin got so offended the other day because I was drinking Miller Light. He's like <laughs> Miller Light, man. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, it's a good Pilsner beer. Okay. <laughs> That's what it says on the thing. Nobody it can hear that. nobody can hear you and Austin talking to each other, by the way. Pretty oh, nice. that's fair. I forgot. <laughs> I forget that people can't hear him talking. All right. All right. What else you got? Um Austin threw me so off. Um Oh my God. I lost track of what I was gonna say, man. Oh, uh Alan Hearns is visiting a bunch of teams. Um and so I had kind of thought a realistic possibility for Alan Hearns would be <clears throat> the Cowboys. But the Cowboys today did something weird and interesting for me. So tell me your take on this. They signed the former Bills, former Bears wide receiver, Deontay Thompson, to a one-year him. deal. Yeah. So, I mean, any insight on what they're doing there? Because I really thought that they were going to make a strong push for Alan Hearns, and now I'm hearing Alan Hearns might go to the Ravens, might go to the Browns, who really don't need more wide receivers. Um, so what's uh I will bet what's going on here? Look, Deontay Thompson, we've talked about him all last season. Well, not we, I talked about him all last yeah, season. Yeah, I don't understand your hard on for Deontay Thompson. Dude, he's very hard. good. He's very fast, he's a big guy, he can stretch the field, he can get into the he's middle of the field. He's very good while he's on a two and okay, okay. Easy go ahead, continue. He's a very good wide receiver. Is he a dual threat? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Anyways, he Deontay Thompson will easily, very easily be the second best wide receiver on that team now. And I wouldn't be surprised. And look, you can mark my words. You can mark this. Austin, mark this minute mark right here. Because when we talk, I don't know, 10, 30 minutes. Uh, when we talk about this in week eight or nine, I want to remind everybody that I'm telling you about Deontay Thompson. He can be a very big factor in this Cowboys offense. And the Cowboys know it. I'm just saying, I think okay. Deontay Thompson can be very valuable. And it, it doesn't surprise me that if they have the choice between Alan Hearns and Deontay Thompson, <sighs> they're taking. That is a ridiculous statement. Why? That is the most ridiculous thing you've ever said on this podcast. Why? Alan Hearns, Alan Hearns is, is so much better of a wide receiver than Deontay Thompson. It is not even funny. I don't, I don't know about D- this. Dale, you're suspended for two minutes. <laughs> you can't suspend me. <laughs> Dale, I'm going to talk on the podcast by myself for two minutes. You're just gone. Just don't talk. All right. Muting you now. <clears throat> Anyways, um, unfortunately, I mean, that was, I, I really didn't have much more news to talk about. So unfortunately, I don't really have stuff to fill two minutes, but um, Austin wants me to talk about cereals for some reason in my head. So give me one second. So um, top 20 list of cereals. I'm going to see if that comes up with anything on none. The 20 best cereals. Because I need to look at them in my face. So, um, you know what? 
I'm going to do something here, guys, on this show. We're going to do something. For the next 20 episodes, I'm going to give you one cereal a show. And I'm going to break them down. I'm going to go and order my top 20 cereals. We're going to go there. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to start with number 20, Corn Pops. Kellogg's Corn Pops. What do you guys think about that? Pops. Pops. Got to have my pops. You guys know what pops are. Get out of here. Austin in my ear saying people don't know what pops is. It's a Kellogg cereal. Come on. If you don't know what pops is, something's wrong with your life. So we're just going to... I know it hasn't been two minutes yet. Um, the show is crashing and burning because I just coincidentally suspended Dale when I had nothing else left on my show sheet. So, uh, Dale, can you come back in, please? For Christian Brito, my name is Dale. No, wait, Thanks what? Hold on. We'll talk to you guys. Hold too. on. What? Cereal? Cereal? Pops? Top Look, 20? If you listen to tomorrow's episode, you will know what my top five cereals of all time are. Oh, no. Cut that. Cut that then, because I need to give my top 20 list. You can do whatever you want. Okay, fine. I'm going to give a top 20, and I'm going to give you one every day. Okay, that's fine. And what today's was what? What do you think about Pops? Top uh, 20? Top 20. Sure, because there's not very many cereals. 20. Yeah, number 20. That's fine. That's that's okay with me. Okay. Pops in my top 20. All right. Austin, can you keep track of this for us? Austin is keeping track of What was the last time I ate cereal? Pops? It has been less than six months since I ate Pops. Okay, you are talking to Austin, and nobody can hear Austin. I, like this show yes, is I burning down. <laughs> I repeated what he said. Okay, Dale. I you, Austin asked me when was the last time I ate pops. So I repeated when was the last time I ate pops? Last six months. I understand, but you're waiting five minutes. You're waiting like thirty seconds in between when you're talking, and it just sounds horrible. I should have never been oh, suspended. That's, that's fair. That right. uh, you know that is a fair point that I have not got grown accustomed to. Responding to someone that is in my ear and not on the show. Maybe we'll unsuspend Austin at some point. <laughs> All right. So. But for uh, right now, for D Dale, go back in the box. For me, Christian Brito, and for Dale, this has been a horrible episode of EC Fantasy. Burn it down. But I loved it. Have a good night, everyone.